0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by actually wrestling related content. Yeah, so uh, day one is on Saturday, because that's when New Year's Day is. And I guess I should talk about it. I guess I should do predictions. I say I guess because I've barely watched any wrestling for a month and a half or month, I don't know, I don't even know anymore. It feels like it's been a month and a half, it's probably just been like a month, it's been like four weeks, I've barely, I, I've had Raw on in the background, not really paying attention for most weeks, I really haven't watched Smackdown at all. I know what's happening on this show, I don't, necessarily have a full grasp of the build for all of this if there's even that much build I guess, I mean I guess I know the the basic idea so this is kind of like an outsider's view right now because I'm just kind of it's kind of what I am right now like hopefully like I mean maybe this Will actually get me back into watching everything. I don't know. Uh, It'll probably be the Rumble. How much of Raw and Smackdown will I watch before the Royal Rumble? Or is it just going to be the Royal Rumble that makes me start watching everything again? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, But yeah. So uh, this will also be the uh, the, the wrestling awards for 2021 uh after the predictions. I don't think the predictions gonna take very long. Uh I don't think the awards are gonna be anywhere near as long as they were last year either. So uh get to that. Uh so far we have seven matches. I don't know if we're gonna get any more. Uh we might get an Icy title match uh, cause Sami Zayn won a gauntlet last week to become number one contender. I almost forgot who won that. Because uh, I mean, I, again, I I didn't watch it. I just I just know. Uh, I doubt we get a SmackDown Women's Title match, but I mean, Charlotte just retained against Tony Storm last week, so eh, whatever. Uh, We got RK Bro defending the Raw Tag Titles against the Street Profits. That was made today after they. Won a tournament. Uh, they won a tournament today. The pay per view is Saturday, so like that—that that just so- sounds like automatic title retention to me. So, RK Bro are going to keep the belts, and that will be that. Drew C- Drew McIntyre is having a match against something that's called Madcap Boss. I don't know what a Madcap boss is, just like I don't know what a Grayson Waller is. But Drew McIntyre is having a match with it. Madcap is not a name. Mysterio, Mysterio is not a last name. Madcap is not a first name. Now we're just going to combine them and call them Madcap Mysterio. And just have a completely made up full name. Madcap Mysterio. It's a thing. Madcap Mysterio 22. I don't know. I don't know. No More Cage Matches 2021. Now No More Cage Matches 2022, by the way. Uh obviously. And uh Ma- Madcap Mysterio 22 for uh House of Representatives. I don't know. Better than lower, better than uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or, or any Republican, but it is what it is. Uh, actually, I mean, well, I mean, can't be as bad as, but doesn't necessarily mean good. I, I don't know what Riddick Moss believes in. It's probably some some bad shit though. I mean, he's okay with his name being Madcap Moss, so. If you're okay with that you're pretty you're probably a pretty shit sure person uh, regardless uh jim mcintyre is gonna win i don't even like Drew mcintyre but like this is a serious waste of his time uh the usos and the new day are having another match for the tag titles which i mean these matches are fun but like why are we doing this again? Like... I, I, I don't even know. Like... Is there a reason in particular that this match is happening? Because... I mean, it just feels like, oh, we need a tag title match and that's, that's all we have. Oh. Uh... I mean maybe the New Day will win. Maybe not. Hell final. Uh Yeah, uh, I'm going to say the New Day win. Just because I can. Uh Becky Lynch defending against Liv Morgan again. Uh Becky will win again because that's I mean Liv Morgan's not winning the title. I like Liv Morgan, but it's not happening. Not right now, anyway. Uh, Becky cheated the first time; she'll cheat this time, and because I mean, apparently when you when you lose because the opponent cheated the first time, you get another match, but when the opponent cheats the second time, you don't. I don't really get that, but that's what's gonna happen. Uh, and then we're gonna end up going to the Royal Rumble in four weeks and see see uh, who she everyone gets to face at WrestleMania, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, Edge versus The Miz. Why are we wasting Edge's time with The Miz? Edge comes back for f- however many years he's gonna be back for, and we wasted like months of his time with Randy Orton, and now we're wasting a month of his time with The Miz. We've gotten one feud out of him that was uh with newer guys, and the rest of these guys were there when he, when he left. So, yeah. Why are we doing this? Edge wins. Move the fuck on. Uh, Big E defense against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. I don't. Again, I don't really know why Seth, Seth Rollins wins a ladder match to become number one contender. Uh, and finally get his shot, and it's a fatal four-way out of nowhere. Uh, that doesn't really make any sense to me. (laughs) Like, Seth should be pissed off about that. I'm sure he is, but, like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Biggie's gonna retain. That's all there is to that. Uh, Roman versus Brock. We're doing this again. Uh, from what little I'm seeing on YouTube and stuff like, is, I'm actually enjoying that, like, Brock has a face, I guess, but it's kind of weird. Uh, Roman's gonna retain. I mean, if Brock wins, Roman's just gonna like, they're just gonna have another match at the Rumble, or like, Roman's gonna win the Rumble and. Why? That would just be a waste. If Roman wins and Brock wins the Rumble, that's also going to be a waste. Like, if Roman or Brock win the Rumble, that's going to be a problem. That's a no for me. Like, I don't have a... Bro- I, I don't mind that they're feuding right now, I guess, but... Uh, they're I don't need to see them at WrestleMania. This is the second match they've had in, two, like, three months. Not even... And we're not doing Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania after all this, and we're also not doing Roman versus The Rock, by the way. No. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming Roman's going to retain. I mean, it would be silly if we if Brock just won. Just there's really nothing there. It's like. Maybe Paul will screw Brock again. Maybe it was all a ruse that uh, Roman fired him. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that's day one predictions. Like I said, that was that wasn't going to take very long. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this recording and start the awards because I do not know how long that's gonna take, but I might as well have as much time to talk about them as possible. Alright, it is time for my wrestling awards for 2021. Uh, I hope we're excited because I don't I, I'm not as I'm not really that excited to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I was excited to do these last year. I had my entire my awards podcast last year was almost two and a half hours, and this is this un, this year is unfortunately not going to be anything close to that. Uh, if we even got it over an hour, I would be surprised. I mean, it might be possible, but I'm not expecting that. Uh, I'm expecting it more like the the first o Wars podcast that I did that was less than an hour because I had it's the same spreadsheet, like it was as it was the past two years. But I had a lot of trouble putting this together. I couldn't think of a lot of different things. Uh, some of these are just kind of. Oh, I had to put something. So here it is. I got really nothing for it. Uh, so, uh, hopefully it's at least fun to hear about, I guess. I don't know. It's, I, I'm, like like I said in the past episode, I've been pretty disconnected from wrestling for about a month now. And unfortunately most of this list even though I've been uh uh I've had this spreadsheet linked to it, or like bookmarked over the course of the year and I've been trying and I've been putting this adding to this whenever I think whenever I see something that might belong on here but unfortunately that only h- h- goes for a few things uh not and not met not that many of them. So, some of these awards have been sitting on here for a while. And some of these are just things I, I had to put here. Because I had to say something. Like, like, again, this is not my spreadsheet. This is Twitwell's spreadsheet for their awards. And I just fill it out because, I mean, why not? There's a whole 58 awards on here and I might as well do all of them. Uh, why come up with my own entire list of awards when I can just do this? It's, it's a lot easier. Uh, so, uh, as usual, their, their first like 13 awards are all the negative awards, and then we get through the negative awards to the good ones. And I think a lot of draw to a lot of things are the worst awards because people like to hear people bitch and moan about things. Anyways, so, uh, the worst match of the year, I actually, like, surprisingly, this isn't something I had on here all year. I just gave this award to this match uh, a couple days ago because... Uh, because it was really the only thing that I could think of. Like, there's, uh, th- I mean, sh- sure, certainly there has been a plenty of bad matches that have happened this year, but uh, not many of them have stuck with me. Nothing like unbelievably atrocious that I had to put on here. I could have like. I don't even really have an honorable mention for a second. I considered that match that had zombies as lumberjacks. I considered it, uh, but it, it was because it was an advertisement really for that Batista movie. Uh, and I guess like that one battle royal that had pizza involved. I think that was on Survivor Series. I think. But, I mean, that's the Battle royal, so, like, whatever. Uh, ultimately, I mean, they were kind of... I mean, it's silly, and you can say what you want about them really just being advertisements. That's a whole different problem. But they really weren't the worst match of the year. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, last year I gave it to Edge versus, uh Orton Last Man Standing, and that was really just because it was long and boring. So, this could be uh, a number of different things. But, uh, I guess Randy should stop having matches at WrestleMania because I gave it to his WrestleMania match this year, too. Randy Orton versus The Fiend, WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Uh, originally, this was just in... Well, at, at, for a bit, it had just been given the worst finish of the year award, but uh ultimately that went to something else and it became an honorable mention, and I'm like, you know what, this match wasn't good either, so I might as well just give it worst match of the year, because the match was bad, finish was bad, might as well just put it here, I can't think of anything else that's really that atrocious, Uh maybe... Uh, maybe another match that I have kind of listed as one of the worst finishes. Maybe that could have been here if I watched that match. But we'll—I'll I'll mention what match that was. I, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the, like the worst match I've ever seen. I—I like—I'm not gonna say that or anything. It—it it wasn't a great match. It wasn't good. It was boring. I don't remember anything positive about it or anything particularly great about it. And then... I mean, like, the only thing I even remember about it is the finish, so that's probably why I had it there. But, like, I know the match wasn't good before it either. So... Uh, it kind of... <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I don't even remember half of this, but, like, at, at one point... Fiend's just looking like he's going to maybe finish Randy, and then all of a sudden Alexa is just sitting on top of the giant uh, Jack in the box or whatever music box thing that they brought out uh, as part of the entrance. She's just sitting on there, and her face is inexplicably melting. Like, her face is going away. Don't really know why. Don't really understand why. It's just... And Braids just kind of staring at her. That's it. Uh, he stares at her, and then... presume. I assume Randy then gave him an RKO and pinned him. Maybe it was a roll-up. <laughs> I don't even remember. But it's just like... Why? What the fuck was that? And I mean, it's not... The worst finish of the year anymore, because there were there was worse ones, uh, but it's just like what the fuck was that? No explanation for that. Buried the fiend. Who's, and then no explanation for this next day. I guess the fiend is, and so, like this is. Apparently Alexa turning on him but nothing really came from this. Alexa pretended continued to pretend to have super to have superpowers. Like she technically cost him the match, but she didn't do anything. She just sat on this toy box and her face was melting. It's just and then Bray leaves because he goes and deals with his mental health. And then ultimately gets released because WWE is trash. And then she is still... Uh, she goes on and continues to use this gimmick that she robbed from him. And pretends to have superpowers. Her supernatural abilities. Alexa Bliss does not have powers. bad terrible like I don't have the energy in me to to rant about half of this shit right now I'm sorry but like I can't uh so we move on to worst feud of the year to does anyone even remember that a Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon feud happened this year because it did that happened Like, Shane really poured, like, green slime or something on Braun at some point, and just called him an idiot or something, and that was their feud, and then they had a cage match at WrestleMania, and we know how much I love cage matches, we know how much I love Braun Strowman, and we know how much I love Shane McMahon, so, all this put together, why? Like why the fuck did they have a re- why was there a random ass cage match between Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon at fricking WrestleMania? Why? Like that shit happened this year. Do you? I, I sw- I'm I feel like I'm the only one who remembers that this bullshit happened because that was eight months ago, and so much other b- bullshit has happened since then. Uh. But yeah. Uh, again, I don't have as much energy to uh, to rant like I had and uh, like it, I normally do. But uh, worst storyline of the year. Again, like I always. Don't really know what to do between feud and storyline because I always kind of view them as the same thing, really. So, like, this is so this is like completely different than anything, and I don't even really know if this is a storyline, but it is now, as far as I'm concerned. The worst storyline of the year is NXT 2.0. Like the whole thing is shit, and it's not. Oh, everything before NXC 2.0 was great, and everything sucks now because it involves like actual uh, developmental talent. Like, no, that's not the problem. I'm absolutely fine with it having developmental talent. I'm just saying what it is is completely garbage. Uh, I just, I can't deal with any of this. Because, uh, I mean, NXT has been bad for a while. and It, it was bad before it became NXT 2.0. It, it's not NXT 2.0 that made NXT bad. It, it's been bad for a, a significant amount of time now. But, this is just worse. Like, we got a bunch of developmental talent which is fine but now you're pushing them up against the talent that has been there the for years now and you're making them seem like they're on the same level of competence when they're not like again I don't know what a Grayson Waller is but he has no business having matches with AJ Styles like why the fuck is he feuding with, with him Uh, I don't really have a problem with Tony D'Angelo, I'll leave him alone. But, except for the fact that he shares a name with a hockey player who is a right-wing asshole. Uh, So, there's that. Uh, Joe Gacy? His entire gimmick is trash? Uh, I guess I'm okay with Braun Breaker, but it's just like... Toxic Attraction, like, I really like Gigi Dolan, but, like, this just seems like before Women's Revolution gimmick. Just, like, it just seems like this is, like, trying to be really exploitative again. I I don't care for it, and this is a complete waste of Gigi Dolan's time for being perfectly honest more or later uh, it just seems like some show that uh, seems to be like for right wing psychopaths and I just want nothing to do with it uh, so NXT 2.0 go the fuck away Uh, Worst pay-per-view of the year. I really didn't have much for this. I don't think there's really been a pay-per-view I've hated this year. So, like, apparently I've given this to Hell in a Cell. But... Hell in a Cell is not... I mean, it wasn't a bad show. I I guess apparently I just... There was just more stuff on that show that I didn't like than on any other pay-per-view this year. That's what it seems like. Uh, I know Charlotte Charlotte and Rhea had a really long match that ended in DQ, so that pissed me off. And there's one other match in there that I didn't really care for. But I, I don't really want to talk about it. I don't want to go look at the card, find out what the problem was. Okay, overutilized talent of the year. This is going to be... Uh, we well first off my honorable mention i'm just gonna say justin roberts just because anytime i hear his voice it's a problem like he's a terrible announcer and just get rid of him he's a he's a detriment to aw's product and we don't need to hear it so you're going to be surprised of who i put here and I don't say this really in a negative way. It's just... Okay, guys. Okay, AEW, I get it. You have CM Punk. I get it. CM Punk's there now. I get it. It's great. He doesn't have to be on every single show that you have. Like, for the first few weeks, I get it, but you have to have him on every single episode of everything you have just because you have him now. Cause that's how it's kind of felt like roster rotations are fine. Not everyone has to be on every single show that you have. You don't have to. It's great that you have him. He's great that he's there. I'm happy. That I'm happy to get to see him, but he doesn't have to be on like every single episode of everything you have. I'm sorry. Just like, oh, we, he, like, he's just gonna show up and, like, talk about something for two minutes just because you have him, and WWE doesn't, and I, I'm just like, why? So, there's that. Overrated talent of the year is still Charlotte still charlotte i couldn't give it to anyone else charlotte is still there and she's been champion for almost like half the year it feels like why like she even wasn't at wrestlemania and then she came back because i mean she wasn't at wrestlemania cuz she had uh had covid or and so on Which, great, she doesn't have it anymore. That's good. And then she came back and everyone just continued to pretend that she's some kind of god. WrestleMania was actually fairly good. She wasn't there. Coincidence? didn't hurt anything. Uh, Charlotte will probably win this award every year until she's gone. It will be hard for anyone else to get it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, worst superstar of the year. I had trouble with this for a minute. So like... Okay, also when they say superstar, it automatically means to me it has to be from WWE. Because no one else, they don't call them superstars anywhere else. So it has to be in WWE. And this person's about to get two awards in the the next, he's about to get two of the next three awards. Uh, So I'm just, this is worst superstar of the year and worst heel of the year. I'm just going to give them both to him right now. Because I don't need I don't need to I'll just say the same things, and it goes to Carrion Cross. Dude's fucking awful. Like, I I I kind of I enjoyed him in Lucha Underground. Apparently, it was all smoke and mirrors. And also, he's a pretty shit person, as it turns out. So that doesn't help anything. But, like. He, he basically once he won the title back, won it from Finn. That was a bad match, and he just seemed like such a douche, like the whole time, like su- or like such a mark for himself, or just like a mark, and like he just. He tried to act like he's some kind of badass when he he just seems like this big big dweeb who can't and he's trying to see, seem intense when he just seems like a dumbass and like he's supposed to be a heel but he kind of feels like he's trying to be a face at the same time. It's freaking awful in it. It's matches or shit. And then all of a sudden Samoa Joe beats him. Okay. Uh, And then he comes up to the main roster after having beaten everyone and gets pinned by Jeff Hardy for the lulls. I'm like, okay. And then proceeds to beat him the next week. Doesn't matter. You already lost And Then he is wearing some stupid-ass mask. And then got released and everyone was happy. Man, I never have to see his bitch-ass face again. Uh yeah, but uh, I don't want to talk about Caring Cross anymore. He, he he's just trash, man. That's it? Uh, worst promo of the year. It was tough, really. I don't really remember that many promos. So maybe this is a little recency bias, but uh it's whatever MGF was trying to say to CM Punk. He he just gave him the old you were gone for seven years, you're you're scared or whatever, it's like, okay, so it's, it's just the same shit that other people have already tried to say to him before you did. What a waste. Like, come up with something original. Worst face of the year. Raquel, easily. Uh, at the same time as Kairi Cross being as shitty as NXT champion, we got Raquel being the worst NXT women's champion we've ever had. We got both of the worst NXT champions and NXT women's champions ever, ever, at the same time. And. Raquel is such a terrible face. She... Green as hell. Dakota had to carry her ass the whole time. And then she... Freaking beats Dakota in a match she had no business winning. And then she loses to Mandy Rose. I mean, maybe Mandy Rose is the worst champion. Let's be fair. Let's not go out of the... Uh, uh, let, okay, so may, maybe maybe we got the second worst NXT Women Champion, but that belt has been dead since EO lost it, and let's be perfectly honest here. And that uh, I hate to say it, but that that. Raquel versus Dakota match happened exactly the way I knew it would. I I called it the second it happened. Uh, They start, like, Dakota turned on her with her with the coyote kick in the corner thing, which is not her finisher anymore. And I'm like, all of a sudden, she started, she like beats somebody else with it. And like, they're making a big deal about her kick. And I'm like, this isn't her finisher. Why are they doing this? I'm like, because the the exact finish of the, their match is going to be Raquel catches the kick and turns it into her shitty ass powerbomb and wins. And now, uh, I didn't call that it would be an avalanche version of that powerbomb, but it was, that's exactly what the end of the match was. And sure enough, Raquel is not a face. Raquel is equally as terrible a person as crosses and fuck all of them. May they burn in hell uh worst finish of the year uh ha it has two runners up honorable mentions, whatever. I mean, obviously could give it honorable mention to the worst match of the year because it was sitting here in, uh, it, it did win. It was winning this award at one point, but multiple things have, uh, been here. Uh, right. So like the first runner, the runner up is, uh, Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay at Sakura Genesis. Uh, I don't, I, I haven't actually watched this match. I have not even watched New Japan in almost a full year. I, I have not watched since, watched it since New Year's Dash. Uh, just because I've heard of some things that they did, and I'm like, fuck that. And I'm just like, yeah, never mind. <coughs> uh, yeah, Ibushi lost the title to freaking Will Ospreay. And they made it look like Ibushi couldn't do a thing, or so I'm told. And Haspre just completely wrecked him, which doesn't make any fucking sense. So there's that. Uh, The other runner-up to worst finish is Alexa Bliss versus Asuka from January 18th, 2021. A long time ago at this point. But this match involves Alexa Bliss randomly going Ultra Instinct. And blocking everything that Asuka does, like Asuka suddenly can't do a thing. Or like, like, suddenly Alexa Bliss is some kind of god that cannot get, uh, cannot, and Asuka can't get any kind of offense on her that's actually relevant, that's actually does anything, that's actually effective. Again, Alexa Bliss does not have powers. Alexa Bliss is a human being, and just because Bray Wyatt's fingers once entered her mouth, that does not mean she has magical powers. Sorry, but that's not how it works. Fuck off with this supernatural bullshit if this is what you're gonna do. Asuka would kick Alexa's ass with... She'd kick her in the head once and Alexa would not get up in a real fight. You have to have things be believable. Most of the time. Like, you get it. Suspension of disbelief is one thing, but I know that Alexa Bliss doesn't have magical powers because those don't actually exist. So stop trying to make things. Stop trying to make that a thing. I know, like. It, like. Is this Ultra Instinct bullshit just, like, another excuse for her to not take a bump? I thought we were past Alexa Bliss doesn't take bumps. But I, I I guess maybe not. And it, like, did it... I think it took Randy, like, showing up and giving her an RKO, stopping the Smash or something? I don't even remember at this point. Like, I feel like that was the only reason that, uh... Asuka didn't lose the title to Trash at that, that exact moment. But, you know, whatever. Uh, the winner of this match is the obvious. Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor at Extreme Rules. Uh, just one of the worst, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Uh, match was great until this. Match was great. Uh, I I I still say this match shouldn't have even happened. Like the this exa- the exact finish that happened in this match was the exact reason I said if you like. You can't, just don't do Roman versus Demon. Just don't do it. You're booking yourself into a corner that you don't know how to get out of. And if you don't know how to get out of it, you're just going to do something incredibly stupid. And I'd rather not have that. Just don't do it. Because you can't have Roman lose here but you can't have the demon lose either so if and if that's the case don't do it it was the first time we saw the demon in like 2 years if this is the first time we're seeing the demon in 2 years the demon has to win but roman can't lose so we get this very, this great match and then at some point Finn's down and then his music inexplicably starts playing and he gets up. Like the harpy the or whatever and his theme song plays throughout the rest of this part of the match. Makes no sense. But this is what we're doing. He gets up And he beats the living shit out of Roman. Just beats the living shit out of him. I don't particularly remember everything that he did. But he beats the living crap out of him. Puts him in the ring. Gets up to the top rope. And then... He's about to do the coup de grace. Top rope just dies. It's just like, poof, nah. Not here anymore. Bye! Music stops. Lighting goes back to normal. Finn falls down. Roman... They help, they both get back up. Roman Spears and that's it. The fuck was that? There, there There's no... There's... There's... No, I don't even know. I don't even know. There's no fixing that. Like... This is why I said, you don't don't ha- bring the demon back if you're not prepared to have him win. Don't book this match. Book this match later on. <coughs> Stupid. Buried Finn. He still exists. I don't know what he's doing. Just moved on like nothing happened. Whenever the demon comes back, how are we going to take him seriously? I mean, like, I thought the thing was kind of weird, but you kind of, uh, to begin with, I'm like, I don't, like, I I mean, I kind of think this is cool, but also, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. I, like, I'm trying to get the supernatural shit out of wrestling, because why? Like, we don't need overpowered people who, can't get beaten by regular means. I mean, like, I just liked it because, I like, I mean, I like Finn and I like his music, so I'm like, okay, I guess I kind of like this, but still, no. Regardless... It makes him look dumb as hell. It makes the demon look dumb as hell and honestly, Finn should have just left. He should have just walked out and not come back because that that's just some of the dumbest shit. Don't book yourself into a corner. ah uh, anyways overrated match of the year uh i almost gave it to this match but then i thought of something else that actually should go to this but brian danielson versus adam page i'm sorry i mean that's a runner-up it, it, it was a really good match but it got to the point of absurdity i'm sorry it did And everyone's saying how, like recently, like just in the past few weeks, because I mean it just happened. How this is like what amazing, and I'm just like, and it's insane. I'm like, it got absurd. Like this, it was an hour long match, didn't have a winner. If you're gonna do an hour long match, you better have a fucking winner. I'm not watching an hour-long match for it not to have a winner. Like, 30-minute time on the draw is okay, but an hour? Fuck that. No. Don't do an hour-long match if you're not going to have a winner. Stupid. It just got to the point where I'm like... I don't believe that people that these two can actually continue to wrestle this long and not get pinned. Sorry. But the actual winner of this match is Ilya Dragonov versus Walter. From whichever takeover it was that uh, Dragunov won the belt, it, it, it was... Like, people were talking about how this was, like, match of the year bullshit, and I'm just like, no, sorry, sorry, it's just not. I barely even remember this match, but like I know that people at the time were talking about how amazing it was, and it wasn't Walter is was champion for like two years or something, and whatever it was that got him the win that was it. I'm like, really no one no one else could beat him, but this this is this is your king. All right, away from the bad awards. Uh. And the rest of them I don't feel like I'll be talking about too much, so. This will probably go over an hour, but. Regardless, Uh, we have underrated match of the year. uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Uh. This is a really good match. I feel like a, a number of people probably didn't even just didn't even watch this match because of what show it was on. Uh, but it was really good. And I don't hear a lot of people talking about it that much. Uh, so if, if you haven't watched it, you should watch this one. Uh, match of the year. Uh... So, this one has a little caveat, because I'm recording this today on Monday, and the winner of this match is uh, Shuri versus Utami, and right now, uh, they have their second match in about 24 hours, and the winner of this award goes to the match test in 24 hours, as long as Shuri wins. And if not, it goes to the one they had that went to a draw. And that's how it goes. That's that. Uh. I couldn't think, really, of a finish. A best finish of the year. So I just gave it to both Royal Rumble matches. Because I loved both Royal Rumbles. And so, there there we go. Uh storyline, or no, not storyline, we are at Feud of the Year. It's really easy, and it goes to Edge versus Seth Rollins, because it was easily the best feud that happened this year. Uh, at least on American television. Maybe not at Stardom. But it was the best feud that happened on American television this year, without question. It's not often you get, actually get a really good feud out of out of American wrestling these days, so uh, storyline of the year is the bloodline. Just in general, uh, it's had some up, some ups and some da- some downs. Uh, to be fair, but for the most part, in WWE. Of things that are actually storylines, their storyline is the best one, and it's sadly not close uh, because apparently Edge versus Seth is a feud. uh I mean, there are some things about this that I wish were different, like. The second Jimmy Uso shows back up, main event Jey Uso stops being a thing, and I would have very much preferred that to not be the case. Like, I don't mind that they went and they won the tag titles, but, like, I would still like Jey Uso to be a more of a big focus on this. But, like, the second Cena came back and Jimmy, Jimmy Uso came back, it just seemed like ever it was just Uso, or just... Roman versus Cena, and then also the Usos are back to being tag champs again, so, you know, whatever. And it's kind of just stayed that way, after Brock shows up, and then... Uh, I kind of didn't like it at first. I'm like, like, eh, whatever. It's just like... I feel like the focus hasn't... has just been on Roman again, whereas it should be on all of them. And I mean everything's still been great. Paul just got fired. I don't know if that's gonna stay that way. We'll see on over the weekend. But yeah. Uh I hope it conti- I hope it goes back to kinda how it was before July. Best pay-per-view of the year. It was going to be Royal Rumble, but it has to be All Out. Simply because I was at, simply because I was there. If I wasn't that All Out, it might still be a Royal Rumble. Might not be. I don't know. I love the Royal Rumble. So. Uh, but just like being at All Out and... Everything that happened, it was... isn't was insane. It didn't particularly have any matches that were super amazing. If we're being perfectly honest. Like, the show was great, but you will not remember it for the matches that were on the show. You will ma- remember it for several moments that happened on it. So... Uh, non-pay-per-view show of the year similarly goes to AEW Rampage of on August 20th. And certainly you already know what happened there. So. Because I was there superstar of the year and like we got superstar of the year and then we got non-wwe wrestler of the year and then we got female wrestler of the year so like it always kind of just like confuses me of what to do here because like superstar here means to me it has to be a wwe person but then it's also like female wrestler of the year is two away but then so i'm like Okay, so that means this, but su- Superstar has to be male, but then, also, Superstar means both male and female now, so, like, uh... <coughs> so, like, I don't know, it, it it always just, like, it's always a little weird, the wording here, for me, so like, I feel like there should be male Superstar, female Superstar, non-WWE Male, non WWE female. Feel like that's how it should go here, but it's it's not. Uh, Superstar of the year goes to Edge because Edge is pretty much the super the wrestler in WWE that uh, entertained me the most. That I was mo- that I was happy to see every time they showed the person showed up. Not that there aren't other ones, but like the. The person that got me to watch WWE the most this year would have been Edge. So, that's who it is. And non-WWE Wrestler of the Year goes to Shuri. Because Shuri's the best. And she's going to win the Red Belt tomorrow. Yes. And female Wrestler of the Year goes to Bianca Belair. Because it can't go to anyone else. Won the main event of Wrestlemania. Tag team of the year goes to Grizzled Young Vets. I don't really have much to talk about it. Except for that they also won underutilized talent of the year. Because they never won any tag titles. And that's bullshit. Uh, best on-air non-wrestling talent. Paul Heyman. as As usual. Underrated talent of the year, also go to underutilized talent of the year, is Gigi Dolan. What the fuck is she doing in a, in a random-ass tag team being an underling to Mandy Rose? The fuck? Uh, jobber of the year, I have I have no idea who to really give this to, so I gave it to my Sakurai. Because she's a jobber in stardom, and she's apparently not very good. So... So she won. I, I couldn't think of a promo of the year, really. So, so I guess it just has to be CM Punk's return promo, even if he said a few things in there that was pretty kind of pretentious. Heel of the year goes to Seth Rollins. Face of the year goes to Bianca Belair. Uh, main roster rookie of the year, I. Didn't really know what to do, so I gave it to Rick Boogs, I guess. Rookie of the year goes to Hook. Because you just gotta send him. Always. Uh, Revelation of the year goes to Hazuki. I didn't really know who to give this to, but... It seems like to be the most seemed like the best candidate because she's only been back for a couple of months and so I guess that's that's how that goes uh oh Himeka got a runner up for uh underrated talent of the year oh I had uh sorry when I'm looking at this I don't really have uh everything on my spreadsheet, just like right in front of me, it just shows some of it so i'm I'm kinda not really paying attention to runners up and I haven't really had any runners up for a while but uh also for runner up for face of the year, we also got biggie, and then I have two runners up for heel of the year uh so Runners up for heel of the year: Bailey's injury, because I would be a lot happier watching WWE if Bailey was not injured. So fuck Bailey's injury. Also, runner up to Seth Rollins is psychotic AEW fans, because fuck those guys, because there's a lot of them, they're fucking psychotic. And we could just amend this to psychotic wrestling fans, but most of them seem to be a psychotic AEW fans. Cause like, oh, everyone is just like, but WWE fans do it too. It's like I don't, I don't see them do that. Usually, it's usually just AEW fans that I see do shit like uh, send death threats to k- someone's wife when he resigns with WWE instead of leaving and going to. AEW, because how dare he not want to go to that company instead? How dare he? WWE fans don't do that kind of shit. How many, like, what? Is it AEW fans or WWE fans who say Roman should job to cancer? Or should have jobbed to cancer? And just like shit like that. Oh, look at all these people who came to AEW. No, that doesn't like everything to AEW psycho fans are is about anti WWE. And it's not just like, hey, this stuff that we're doing is cool. It can't can't acknowledge that AEW has a bunch of problems of its own too. Everyone has problems. But, like, when you criticize AEW, you're criticizing the competition to WWE, so you're a bad person for criticizing someone who isn't WWE, and then they're like, but WWE is like, no, we're not talking about WWE here, we're talking about AEW. AEW has its problems. It doesn't matter. No one's saying WWE doesn't have its problems. And we don't have to talk about WWE's problems, because we're not talking about that. Stop using whataboutism, that's not how it goes. We're talking about your problems. Fix your problems. That kind of shit. Like, if I had more energy to rant about this, I would. But I, I just don't have it right now. Uh, anyways, uh... Back to okay face turn of the year. I couldn't even think of one, and I had to ask who turned face this year. And any any of them that I uh, I got, I didn't really have any that I really thought were like anything better at, uh, like that I liked more than the other. So the most significant face turn I'm gonna I have to judge it by the most significant of ones here of people who turn face, and that has to go to Brock Lesnar. Because he is the most significant, per- he was the most significant person who turned face this year. Uh, heel turn. Another person whose initials are B L, who they who showed back up on the same show as Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch. Uh. Yeah, because like, I know Momo Watanabe just turned heel, but I I've never really connected to her at all she's a good, she's, a. she's really good, but like, I've never really connected to her. So like that heel turn didn't really mean anything to me that much. I'm like, Oh, that happened. Uh, Brian Danielson just turned heel, but it's just like, it's been healed like what? Four weeks. Eh, uh, most significant one being Becky. So Becky, it is most improved is Miro. Uh, Honestly, I mean, like, I kind of liked him here and there in WWE, but watching him this year in AEW, since I've been starting to watch them more, I've really enjoyed him there. Like, way more. So, uh, he definitely wins Most Improved to me. Uh, Best Talker goes to both CM Punk and Bianca Belair. Uh, Pop of the Year has to go to CM Punk's return, and also Becky Lynch's return. Oh, CM Punk's return was much louder than Becky's. And it's like, yeah, one was in a small bu- small building and one was in a large stadium. You put them in, you up. if you, like, condensed that stadium the Becky Pop was in, you'd probably get the same, because you'd have more people, and then closer to each other, you get the same thing. You, it's... Well, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm not doing runners up there. They both win the award. That's just, uh, upset of the year. I didn't really know what to do, so I just give Swerve winning the North American title over Bronson Reed. Uh, gimmick of the year, Seth Rollins. Uh, the funniest moment of the year is the Bailey. Seth Rollins' episode of Ding Dong Hello. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, Quote of the year is, Now I know why the Islanders haven't won a game in this building. CM Punk just wrecked the Islanders. It was great. Uh, Catchphrase of the year is Send Hook, because I don't don't know what else to do. Uh, Commentator of the year, Pat McAfee, obviously. Theme song of the year was going to just be just Roman Reigns, because that theme is epic. and But, it, uh, Utami got a new theme, too, that is also just as epic. So they both win the award. Finisher of the Year, KOD. Title Reign of the Year, Bianca Belair. Faction of the Year, Hit Row. On-screen Relationship of the Year, Index. Uh, the What the Fuck Moment of the Year. Was Becky winning the title in two minutes, or like 20 seconds from Bianca? What the fuck was that? You actually made me not happy to see Becky Lynch show up. Uh, And she still hasn't won the belt back, so that's still a problem. Uh, Still love Becky, but that was still a problem. And it's, yeah. Uh, Botch of the year. The runner-up. For botch of the year is every greater than sign meme on wrestling Twitter. You know what I mean. Uh but the actual botch of the year is AEW cutting off the Kazanina Ray and Minoru Suzuki's theme. What the fuck was that? Uh spot of the year. I had no idea what to do with this, so I, it was the de- the whole Finn balor raise demon. Rise's thing until he fell off that, the rope. Uh, move cell of the year uh, is Roman's cell of Edge's crossface with the chair leg. Just that face is hilarious. Uh, markout moment of the year. Edge and Bianca winning the Rumble for me. Uh, you think it would be CM Punk returning, but like I, I was actually really conflicted about it, so, which I've already talked about. Uh Also, the end of all up. Uh Brand of the year? I, I mean, I guess if stardom's a brand, I actually have to change that to stardom. But, like, if we're going with Rust, but, like, mostly, I would give this to SmackDown, but the past couple months, I would that's actually kind of fallen off. Uh, most anticipated signing of the year is Swerve, and most anticipated debut is Gigi Dolan, because I had no idea what to do with debut, because everyone I, like I want to see is is somewhere, or anyone like so I guess it's Gigi Dolan showing up on Raw or SmackDown, which could be in could be years from now, so. Uh, But, like, I don't – debut means to me someone who's already signed that I know is going to show up, and we're just waiting for the debut to happen. And I don't know anyone under that – I don't know anyone that falls into that criteria right now. So I can't really say anything besides that. Uh, But, yeah, those are my awards. I kind of rushed through some of them because I I see that – we're hitting the hour mark soon. I don't feel like doing another recording just to talk just to say a few awards that I'm not really gonna go into much detail about. So uh yeah. Uh hopefully I get back into more like actually into wrestling more than like last year next year's awards are like more exciting than these were, I think. Not that that I think this was bad or anything. It's just, there's a difference between me, like, actually getting to talk about all my awards in, like, two and a half hours between, and then, like, me rushing through some of them like I did in here. So, it is what it is. Uh, Anyways, uh, day one review next week. Uh, Last episode of this year obviously uh happy new year hopefully next year's wrestling is better than this year's